1: Hello and welcome on this Memorial Day weekend I'm Stephen Boucher sitting here live and I'm hoping you can call me and let's talk about your financial future the phone lines are open Zach Harris my long-term long-time producer is in the station in the studio ready willing and able to get you up on the air so I can answer your questions point you in the right directions any questions whatsoever folks? Any questions? Give me a call. 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949. So, let's let's get right to it. After 7 miserable, just gut-wrenching, excruciating weeks, the stock market finally ended this week up that is I'm gonna give you one statistic and I just came across this chart if you look over the last 20 years with and without the first 10 days of the market going up after a market correction 10% or more drop so basically if you miss the 10 days after the bottom of each sell-off your return over the last 20 years is half of what it would be if you just stayed invested. And I know I've been preaching this is, is hard as it is. You know, my, my job is to let clients know and kind of encourage them to do what doesn't feel good. And that's basically, you know, over the last seven weeks especially, stay invested. Listen, we don't know where the bottom is, and I've been, I sound like a broken record right I've been saying we we, we just don't know where the bottom is we know that that the markets will reverse course we know all we need is a little bit of good news and The markets will take off well this week was one of those weeks and I'm not saying the volatility is over it's not I'm not saying that we've hit The bottom we haven't or I don't think we have I would love to be proven wrong on that maybe a week ago Friday we really did hit the bottom I'm not sure I think volatility is here to stay and I'm optimistic I'm optimistic that there's more upside than downside I keep saying that I really feel there's more upside than downside in the markets and that's what I'm sticking to that's what our clients know my 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 sentiment is and why we're going to just as hard as it is get through this this ugly period of being invested. So the Dow, think about this, Monday up 618 points, NASDAQ up 180 points. Tuesday, the Dow up 48 points. NASDAQ was actually down on Tuesday, down 270 points, I think mostly because of NVIDIA. Wednesday, the Dow up 192 points, NASDAQ up 170 points. Thursday, the Dow up 517 points, NASDAQ up 305 points, and yesterday, the Dow up 575 points, NASDAQ up 390 points. For the week, for the week, folks, for the week, the S&P 500 index, the Dow, the NASDAQ, the Russell 2000, they were all up, all up. You know, if you look, the S&P 500 index is, um, you know, for, for the week was up 6.58%, NASDAQ up 6.84%, QQQ, the NASDAQ 100, those are the 100 largest companies in NASDAQ, up 7.15% and the Dow up 6.24%. Folks, the markets recovered Some of its losses, not a lot of its losses. Year-to-date, the Dow is still down almost 9%. S&P down just about 13%. The Russell 2000 down about 16%. NASDAQ down about 22%. We're still way off where we were at the beginning of the year. But it just goes to show one week, like this week, if you were out of the market, you lost out on that 6%, 7% rebound when the market bounces it bounced hard this week and that's why you can't at this stage of the game you shouldn't get out of the market you just shouldn't get out of the market it wouldn't be our recommendation and we've had a couple clients all of a sudden the last couple weeks we've had a couple clients that have called and asked you know geez you know i I can't take it anymore and we have that you know my whole team we've been talking quite frequently with clients actually it it amazes me to be honest we have some new clients that have signed on in the last couple months and they haven't heard from their advisor once not once i i i can't fathom that folks i mean i have a client with millions or a prospective client, I should say, with millions, millions with their advisor. Their advisor never picked up the phone, never sent them an email, never, never said anything. How can people in my business not reach out to their clients during these volatile times? It blows my mind. I think that's what separates us from most other firms. Most other firms just don't pay attention to their clients like we do my entire team, I've surrounded myself, I've I've mentored my team, I've coached my team, I've shown them what really matters and what matters is reaching out to clients during times of volatility because that's when clients need us the most. So it just amazes me how many professional, supposedly investment managers out there that could care less about their clients you know they're getting paid one way or the other. I, I, I just anyway I'm 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 getting off. You know, long winded getting getting off. But there are some things that irk me. That's one of the things. The other thing is when people when 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 people come out and say, oh you're not paying that much in fees when when you buy an annuity. That irks me as well. It irks me to no end. One eight hundred. Talk WGY one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. Help, folks, help save me from me being so emotional about the lack of professionalism in our 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 um, profession. Let me help you get pointed in the right direction. One eight hundred. Eight two five five nine four nine. Any questions whatsoever, give me a call. So, as I said, we had a great week in the markets. And you don't want to miss out on, on when the markets turn around. You really, you you just don't want to miss out on it. The number one performing sector, consumer discretionary up 9.24%. Energy up 8%. Technology, as I said, you know, if, if you look at just the technology sector of the s and up 8%, financials up 8%. I love all of those sectors because I <laughs> we own them on behalf of our clients. Now, the downside is we've been down for the last few weeks. So it feels good to see these these areas of the market really do well. Um our clients, you know, I I have a true belief of why we're overweight in some areas that we are and real estate actually did good up six percent this week we added real estate in the portfolios we took more bonds out of the portfolios as you know i'm very underweight bonds and in our taxable accounts we don't own any bonds and bonds are still down 10 percent year to date so i'm glad that that we made that move we've added more alternative assets and we'll, we'll get back in the bonds. I don't know when. And as I said, we're very underweight. But one of the areas that, that we added to was um, real estate and preferred stocks. For, so for the bonds that we took out of the portfolios uh, two, three weeks ago, we, we brought in real estate REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust. Um, Vanguard has a good, good ETF, and it's really a good, just mix of all types of REITs because you can buy REITs and it's like the snowman ice cream. You can buy REITs in every flavor, just about any flavor you want. You can find it in a REIT and Vanguard packages them all up. So you have apartments, you have shopping centers, you have office buildings, you have you know, medical um, type REITs. You get the picture. So we added those to the portfolio. So it was nice to see real estate up 6% this week and you know as i said financials did well our preferreds did well um, we also added healthcare being a little bit more defensive and healthcare did this week so i'm i'm very happy with 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 the week as as it ended and you know listen i don't know where the bottom is and i keep saying this i'm hoping that we have Peaked with inflation we had another report I'll get into it come out this week on inflation and it kind of nudged down a little bit just off a little bit so that was nice to see at least it didn't go up and that's what we're looking for is a couple reports where inflation is retracting a little bit rather than you know heating up more and that just means I keep saying folks inflation is a moving target maybe just maybe The Fed, Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell, and the Open Market Committee won't need to be as aggressive with hiking interest rates. Just maybe. I don't know the true answer to that. In hindsight, everything will be crystal clear. We'll look back. Believe me, we'll we'll talk about this next month, three months, six months from now. We'll look back and we'll see. But just maybe. They won't need to be as aggressive. That will be good news for the market. They actually came out with the minutes this week and said they'll do what they need to do to tame inflation. That's what we need to hear. We we need to hear that the Fed is going to really, hopefully, um, bring us in for a soft landing where we don't go into a recession or maybe we're already in a recession. We already had one quarter of negative growth. When the second quarter comes out, maybe we'll find that we've had two quarters. So that's not a bad thing, right? If if we're in a recession, that means good. All right. So let's stop talking about going into a recession. We're already in a recession. Maybe we are. I, I don't know once again in hindsight everything's crystal clear I just feel that there's more upside than downside in the market and long-term investors have to have to think that way 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 Zach let me take a quick 15 second break Hello and welcome back. Thank you for hanging in there for that short break, folks. Thank you for tuning in today on Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully, you'll 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 have some time with your family, friends. You'll do some nice things. I'm hoping you stay healthy and safe. And I guarantee you, I know every week I give you a guarantee. And that's the point that you won't lose money in the stock market on Saturday and Sundays. This weekend, I'm giving you a bonus day. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, you're not going to lose any money. Monday is Memorial Day, so you can't lose money. The markets are closed. 1-800-825-5949, one 825 5949 Any questions, give me a call. would love to talk to you. So what happened this week? Why? We had some, you know, why why were the markets so robust? As I said, all the major indexes up at least 6% and you know nasdaq up closer to seven percent that was a beautiful thing for investors that didn't sell out and i can honestly say we haven't had any clients that sold out a couple clients got nervous and thank god they they allow us to you know kind of hold their hand and coach them and i always i have a saying for especially all new clients before i let a client shoot themselves in the foot. I'm going to be shaking them, and I had two conversations where, you know, I kind of said to the clients through the phone lines, I said, "Picture me in front of you shaking you right now," and they kind of chuckled and laughed, and they remembered that. I guarantee them that they'll lose money if they're invested properly. I also told them that there hasn't been a market correction ever that hasn't recovered, where the markets have gone on to make all-time highs. Listen, the world hasn't come to an end yet, folks, and the stock market hasn't gone to zero. And if either of those two scenarios play out, we got bigger problems than you know, paper losses. And that's all. That's all it is. You know, even year-to-date, it doesn't feel good that that the broad stock market index is down 13%. It, there's nothing, nothing good about that but it comes with the territory of investing and i'm i'm not saying that to be cute and i don't mean you know i i I don't say that lightly it just it's part of being invested it just so happens that the headlines have been just terrible 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 the headlines have just been terrible and then you know this week you know more terrible news headlines in texas with you know I, I can't even talk about it i get so emotional and, and shaken up you know this isn't business news this is just you know why in this country how come we have to have so many mass shootings saying this just just terrible that you, your your aches. you just want to cry and this week i think we all shed a tear or two and more um you know those poor those poor kids in texas and the teachers and just just terrible but the headlines the financial headlines have been um bad and you know it just makes this correction in bear market that much worse to think that you know investors every day wake up to you know russia doing this in ukraine to inflation being at 40-year highs to the Fed saying they're going to be aggressive hiking interest rates. And, you know, the other side of it is this week we had some good news on the economy. So U.S. households boosted spending for the fourth straight month in April, January, February, you know March, April. And, you know, that, that was good news. Now the other side of the coin is the savings rate came down. And the lowest rate in 14 years and I remember saying after the financial crisis the Great Recession whatever you want to call it that ended 15 years ago on March 9 2009 that one of the good things that came out of that was people were really afraid of losing everything losing their job losing their investments losing everything and they started saving. And that's something that people got away from. Remember, as we entered that, that um, you know, the days before the financial crisis, and it's not days; it was months. Actually, a year and a half. October 2007 is when that financial crisis started, and leading up to it. Just think about, just think about opening up your mailbox and all of the credit card applications you were getting in the mail you you, all you had to do was just sign return it and they were going to send you a credit card. You know, it was out of out of control. People were taking money out of their homes, the equity in their homes and investing it or buying, you know, things that they just didn't need. And, you know, the savings rate was terrible leading into the financial crisis. And then all of a sudden, people got scared. And I said, one of the good things that came out of the financial crisis was the fact that people were starting to save more. Well, you know, people kind of got used to spending money over the last 15 years, and now savings rate is low. But I got a funny feeling that the savings rate is low over the last couple months because inflation is so high it's um just you know the 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 savings rate was was you know people dipping into savings to you know make up for the cost of gas groceries heating bills you know just about everything we touch or spend money on has gone up and gone up drastically so people you know even though they may have, you know, jobs, and believe me, there's 11 million jobs out there. Six million folks that that are supposedly unemployed. There's a job for them. There's actually two jobs for them. And you know, people that, you know, when I see people asking for money and they look like they're, you know, in 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 good shape to be working, it's like, come on, there's, there's jobs out there. Um, let's, you know, let's get those 6 million people off the unemployment payroll and get them to work. There's companies that are that are looking for for people to work. But with inflation, you know, you know, 8.5, 8.3 percent as of last month, with inflation being as high as it is, that's a CPI number, the consumer price index. That's the actual cash that that we spend on, you know, gas things like gas, groceries, and that sort of stuff, they're, 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 they needed to dip into their, their savings in order to you know, make ends meet. So, you know, that could be one of the reasons why savings is down. Let's hope. Consumer spending rose, went up. That means consumers were spending more money, nine-tenths of a percent, according to the Commerce Department. Households spending more on services and autos. The savings rate, as I said, fell to 4.4 percent, you know, down from the prior month, the revised number 5 percent. Inflation, you know, when you look at at inflation, it came down a little bit. Now, the Fed's favorite inflation reading is um, the PCE um number and that takes into consideration more than just you know and, and it stands for personal consumption expenditures. It's more than just going out and spending money at the gas pump or in the grocery stores. It takes into consideration services and kind of where you're spending money all over. So consumer prices in April six point three percent according to the PCE. And that was down from six point six percent in March once again, according to the Commerce Department. So that's a glimmer of hope. I keep saying if we see inflation come down a little bit, there's nothing wrong with that. We need to see that. And if we continue to see inflation come off those high numbers, then you know what? Maybe, maybe inflation, the peak of inflation is behind us. That'll be good news. Another reason why I'm optimistic on the stock market. And believe me, I don't say this to be cute, but there's more upside than downside. That's what I remind our clients. The key is to hang in there. If you sell out now, you're just going to take a paper loss. And I'm not saying the volatility is over, I don't believe it is. We're going to be in for a long summer with volatile moments, but a week like this just has you realize that the stock market doesn't just go down, down, and down further. You know, all of a sudden. And it was seven long weeks where the S&P and NASDAQ was down. But the stock market will come back. And, you know, believe me, well, we'll all of a sudden we we get days like this week where the Dow was up all five days, NASDAQ four out of five days. I think the Dow's actually been up for six days straight, um, if you take into consideration the week before. But you're going to get more weeks, then down weeks, and all of a sudden, we're going to be back to those all-time highs. I I, I I can tell you the stock market will recover. No matter how gut-wrenching the headlines are, the stock market will recover. All we need is some good news. We need some good news coming out of the Russia-Ukraine um, invasion. We need the good people of Ukraine to hopefully get their, their, their homeland back and try to rebuild, and I can't even imagine what it's going to take to rebuild. I just know that, you know, there's, there's, there's got to be some good news for the Ukraine people, hopefully coming soon. Hopefully God gives them some some good news. Hey, we're going to come up for the um, news break at the bottom of the hour. Let me give out our phone number numbers. 1-800-825-5949 one 825 49 any questions you have folks give me a call i would love to talk you get you pointed in the right direction don't do anything crazy don't be sold something that doesn't sound like you know maybe it's too good to be true 1-800-825-5949 hello and welcome back thank you for hanging in through the news and thank you for tuning in today i can't thank you enough 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 any questions any questions whatsoever give me a call so you know i'm trying to give you you know an idea of what happened this week i mean stocks really climbed yesterday friday um you know we we had some reports on spending and inflation and you know inflation was up you know con you know consumer prices up 6.3 but down 6.6 that's the personal consumption expenditures price index pce that's the one that the fed looks at closely because that takes into consideration so much more than the cpi number the cpi number is 8.3 percent, so it's still up it's still at 40-year highs but it's coming down a little and I keep repeating that because that's good news and you know um, you know we we need it to come down more Um, you know minutes from from the feds may meeting which they held on May 3rd and 4th you know they always release the minutes like weeks after they had their meeting I don't know why they can't just brief us when they come out of the meeting right why do they make us wait a few weeks I don't know but um it just showed that you know the Fed you know the members that make up the open market committee um, discussed obviously the possibility of raising interest rates to levels high enough to deliberately think about that word deliberately slow economic growth as a central bank races to combat High inflation they know they were late to this party I've beaten them up enough I've been beating them up for months I haven't I haven't mince words on that I felt that you know they were clueless they had their heads in the sand I actually put it out on Twitter um, you know the, the White House the Treasury Secretary and the Fed Reserve chair you know th- I had three three people with their heads in the sand and I fell I I, I feel like they've missed the boat completely on this. They should have been well ahead of this, um, not reacting. They should be proactive. That's what their job is. They missed it. They were clueless. And, you know, I don't want to beat up on them anymore. They've been, you know, I think they know it. I think they have egg on their face so much so that they can make, you know, scrambled eggs, maybe even omelets for a long time. But hopefully now, and I'm, cheering for them that that the Fed will be able to bring us in for a soft landing that's what's important now Um, the Commerce Department also said that personal income rose at an adjusted seasonally adjusted 0.4% last month adjusted for inflation disposable income was flat during the month so you know that means that wage increases are, you know, listen This is why I think consumers dipped into their savings because they're having a hard time Keeping up with the rising price of goods and services So they need to to draw down on their savings and the savings rate fell to 6.2 percent That's the lowest in nine years Um, And that's you know, that's what the, the consumers up against so, you know, the S&P you know all all the major indexes up 6 to 7% and all 11 sectors remember the S&P is broken down into 11 sectors healthcare technology financials energy real estate all of them did well and it was it was nice to see investors deserved a week like this week investors truly needed a week like this week so as we enter Memorial Day weekend where we thank all the men and women who make it possible for us to you know live in this great country of ours and we can't thank them enough um believe me we can't thank them enough so um as we enter memorial day weekend as we exit memorial day weekend we're gonna you know all of a sudden wednesday is june 1st so we're five months into this year it's 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 kind of flying by in a way And let's just hope that we get more good news let's hope that investors realize that the world's not coming to an end that's key folks if you haven't sold your portfolios down I can almost guarantee you that your portfolios down it's just paper loss and I don't say that for any other reason if you haven't sold it's just paper losses just losses on paper You'll see that erase one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Paul in North Greenbush. Hello, Paul.
2: How are you, Steve? Um, a couple well, of questions. Um, first, first of all, do we have a good connection? I think so. Oh, okay, okay. Um, number one, um, I started uh, investing in uh, nineteen ninety six. It was a 457, did pretty well until 2007. Um, Then when I retired, I rolled it over to an IRA and um, have moved it uh, twice now. Um, I still don't fully understand what I'm invested in. Um, I do not understand uh, the bond market, which was supposed to be My safety net is now under water. I do not understand why my broker is making more money than I am and why some giant computer system in St. Louis is using algorithms to decide my, my, my investments. And, um, okay, get your Windex out, clean off your crystal ball, and, um, what do I do? Well, Is before before I you?
1: clean off the crystal ball, Paul, I need to give you a tissue, for God's sakes. We gotta we well, gotta take care so of like the it's...
2: tears rolling down your, your 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 cheeks. Come on. Well, it's 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 not that you know I'm gonna starve. Um, between my pension and my social security, um, uh, I, I still have the. Uh, the household income that I did when I was w- was working, and this is I set this up way back when as a savings account rather than put it in in bank savings or CDs. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, another an question is with the, um, uh, the 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 rate of inflation and the Stagnation. Why aren't those uh, bank uh, certificates of deposits moving m- m- moving up at all, like they did? I remember back in the um, uh, mid to late '70s, uh, interest rates were uh, went up because the uh, market went went down because of inflation. Um, yeah. My father, when he retired, he rolled the dice on the um, Allowance, his pension allowance. He took the um, um, the sole sole allowance rather than the uh, um, joint joint allowance, and he took the difference and he put it into certificates of deposit and made a whole bunch of money. And I remember. Well, let when me I let let, let me
1: yeah, let me help you, Paul, understand what what you're going through. Bonds are. Absolutely. Investors buy bonds because they think it's going to soften the volatility. And anybody who's listened to this show for the last six, seven months know that we have not been, our clients have been out of bonds for the most part. And in hindsight, it was a brilliant move. Not that our portfolios are making money. We're down. We're just not down as much because of the moves that we made being proactive. And we've been saying for a long time, bonds are in for a horrific ride. Bonds Just came off a 40-year bull market bonds were were you know talk about inflation being at a 40-year high bonds had a 40-year run so anybody who looked at their portfolio over the last 40 years the bonds held up in some years as good as stocks well those days are over and right now bonds are down almost 10% the bond index and that's one of the worst years ever if it may be the worst start to a year Ever So bonds aren't anywhere to go. I'm not so sure we're in for stagflation, you know, where we have high inflation, slow growth. I'm hoping we can come in for uh, uh, a soft landing. And this is a time when investors, you know, if you have a well diversified portfolio, you just got to forget about owning stocks and bonds because they're both, you know, down underwater and you just have to hang in there for for the long haul, Paul, and hopefully hopefully your portfolio is well diversified. Don't be scared out of it. Thank you for calling 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Jim in Albany. Hello, Jim. Hey, how are you doing there? Every day okay? I get out of bed, Jim, every day I get out of bed, I feel like I'm doing good.
3: Well, listen. I've been contributing to this 401k thing with my employment for for several years. My wife does the same thing. We both have good jobs. We both make hundred thousand dollars a year. I work driving trucks. She works managing retail. But here's the thing: I got to ask you a question about. I listen to you guys every single weekend on a on a radio. You and a couple of other these these financial uh, shows, and you talk about the percentages of the of the returns. And how things are soft markets, and then there are good markets, and back and forth, and all this other stuff. But I'm going to bring to the table some reality of what everyday Americans that are paying their bills and that are making a hundred grand a piece, what we're facing. I used to save every single week. Save, not in the four hundred one k, not in the financial wizard's bank, but in my own house. I used to save $550 a week, every single week. And of that $550, $400 went in a box. $150 was the extra money that my wife and I had that we could use to do maybe a little extra, maybe do a couple of estate sales, maybe do a little something extra, go out for a real fancy dinner maybe. But we had always put $400 in that box. For the last seven, eight years, we've done this. All that money sits in that box, but only just recently, in the past, you know, six months, maybe even a little bit longer. I'm gonna have to go back and see what my wife's doing, but I can tell you that instead of that 550, it's been barely 225. Because and that makes a big difference. That's the reality of what's going on. It isn't about the little percentage that comes out of your paycheck that you don't see, that your employee matches, that goes in there, that gets managed by a bunch of fancy people and fancy suits and fancy buildings. I'm talking about what I have left over in my bank account at the end of every week from my paycheck and my wife's paycheck that we're able to take and, and, and put that cash in the house and then have the extra to go for that dinner. And us so cut in half right Paul. now. Uh, I,
1: I know. And hey, my heart goes out to you. That's what we call inflation. You're putting an extra 20 30 $40 dollars a week in your gas tank. You're paying an extra, you know, probably 50 60 70 dollars a week at the grocery store your heating bills were up at least 30 40 percent that's inflation that's all money as you said and 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 you know god bless you for being able to save that kind of money that's pretty good but that you are seeing firsthand of of what I've been talking about why I'm so upset with with this administration with this federal reserve open market committee and with this treasury secretary and this has nothing to do with politics i could care less what their politics are i'm upset that they had their head in the sand telling us the 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 us consumer that inflation was nowhere to be found a year ago so they basically they basically put their head in the sand and didn't do anything and they they, they allowed inflation to get to 40-year highs, and that's why you are saving so much less money. And you know, my, my heart goes out to you. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Jim, that inflation has peaked and that maybe you'll be able to start saving, getting closer to that $550 a week. Now, with that being said, I'm gonna let you go. With that being said, saving that kind of cash, Jim, hey, if you're gonna have a Memorial Day party with your neighbors, don't let anybody know you're saving all that cash. You may have, you know, when when, when you go to work, you may have one of your neighbors that wanna come in and, and have access to that cash. Cash is king, but cash, sticking cash under your mattress is a terrible way of going if you put that money into some kind of an investment vehicle you and your wife would have that much more unless you're spending that cash week in week out and that's a lot of money to spend on pizzas and a beer or an ice cream cone or a movie um so you know hey listen we've been promoting these I Savings bonds issued by the US Treasury and Marty Shields my colleague after you know getting all the responses because I've been talking about this for months He actually did a nice blog and I'm gonna send you there Jim go to our website Boucher.com and under um, the the blogs you'll see a nice white paper that Marty wrote on these I bonds You can only put ten thousand dollars per social security number a year but right now for the next six months five months now because every May 1st and November 1st it resets 9.62% inflation rate one eight hundred eight let us go back to the phone lines and we'll talk to Bob from Colony hello Bob
3: hi Steve how are you
1: I'm doing wonderful how about you
3: I'm fine thanks I have two quick questions well one of them's probably not quick but the first one is I've heard you say many times with your clients that you, you suck away two years' worth of uh, um, distributions in case of, of bad times so we're not selling um, securities at a really low value. I am curious, as, as what is the trigger to start pulling from those pots of money, and have we met it in uh, what's going on now in the economy?
1: Yeah, so thank you for bringing that up, because I'm proud. I've, listen, I've been – I've been um, helping clients for, for 34, 35 years, and I've always protected my clients. So we, we, we put 12 to 24 months worth of their cash needs away. And that means, you know, let's make believe you're taking $1,000 out of, of of your portfolio month in, month out to live on or whatever. Maybe the government's making you take it out for your required minimum distribution, whatever it might be. We're going to take twelve to $24,000, 12 to 24 a month's worth, and sock it away. We usually start with 24 a month's worth, but we kind of let it go down, and then when we see the right opportunity, we replenish it. So now, obviously, we're not replenishing it because I would never sell out of the portfolio now to replenish that. But when? When the market's rebound and go back to all-time highs we'll actually replenish that and we may be closer to 12 months maybe under 12 months worth of reserves worth of cash surplus but it's the one thing that we do for our clients because I always say it's not if we're gonna have another correction another bear market another recession it's when when will that happen and we're not smart enough to know when it will happen so we always protect our clients with their cash needs and you know i'll talk till i'm blue in the face you can't get greedy and, and when it, you know any money you need over the next 12 to 24 months shouldn't be invested in the stock market now as i said we we wouldn't liquidate um at at the markets being as low as they are now but we will when the markets rebound and come back we'll, we'll replenish that bucket the same goes in jim or i'm sorry bob i know um you know this isn't what what you're asking but People that are saving money for their kids' college education. Listen, if you if your child's a junior or senior, you don't want to get greedy there either. I know of of a person who didn't you know, didn't follow our advice and left the money riding and now they got less money. So, you know, they're trying to figure out they just lost, you know, fifteen percent of what they had saved for, for the college bills in August. So you um you know you, you, you have to, you have to just, um, you, you just have to, you know, kind of not get greedy and, and have that money allocated and, and so forth. I hope that helps. Hey, Bob, thanks for, for calling. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Carolyn Schenectady.
4: Hello, Steve. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, what could can you I help address, you with um, a um, situation regarding mutual funds? Sure, absolutely. Okay. In recent years, my husband passed and this um, spring, I discovered that he had a mutual uh, fund account, which was established many years ago through his employer. And so everything has been in his name, obviously with um, I was not named beneficiary, nor anyone else, so I certainly contacted them and did the paperwork and successfully was able to uh, put the account into my name and um while I do have a financial advisor um I just wanted to sit with this before I did anything else. And so I value your opinion uh, and expertise. Um, Certainly I've thought uh, maybe of um, having my financial advisor take, you know, uh, what would it be, you know, be in charge of the account. But I'm not so sure I want to do that. Um, I'm also thinking, should I just sell everything? Obviously, with the fluctuation of the stock market, it has gone down, you know, with the statements that I've received. Um, And certainly, I'm surprised that for all these years, given that uh, we had a financial advisor, he never – made that transition so i didn't want to do anything without a lot of good thought and um before you know just give it good thought and so i'm seeking your advice if you're comfortable with weighing in on this um
1: yeah no absolutely carol you know i'm sorry that you're in this predicament and This is what I'm going to offer you. I want you to call my office this week and let them know that you and I talked and I'll get some more, you know, really good information from you and we'll point you in the right, in the right direction. I, um, you know, this sort of stuff makes my heart. Ache. Um, you know, I started off the show, you know, blasting some of my peers in the financial services industry that I feel do a a terrible job. Listen, I I, I read a lot. I I listen to a lot of blogs. I listen to a lot of um, radio shows on finance. I mean, I really I I. I I I just live and breathe it. That's, you know, when when clients yeah. engage our services, I always tell them I don't take it lightly, and I'm going to do my best to yeah. make sure that I I look out for them. And that's why 100% of my my family's money, along with my wealth advisors, are invested mm-hmm. just like my my clients are. I wouldn't have it. Mm any other way. And, you know, last week I went off on an advisor, you know, on a, on a talk show where, where the caller said, so how much money are you going to make on that annuity? The guy wouldn't answer the question. Yeah. Wouldn't answer the question. And it's yeah. like, and you're going to call yourself a fiduciary you can't even answer that question i know how much money yeah. that guy made off the annuity and you know listen i know there's a lot of people that don't like me carol because i call it like it is especially when it comes to annuities and and insurance products i call it like it is i hate them right. hate them
0: yeah.
1: and very very yeah. i'm not saying there's never a use for annuities but very seldom right. do yeah. annuities fit in a portfolio with all the High fees. Yeah. And, you know, this guy led this caller to believe that there's no fees. Oh no. Right. You know, do you ask your bank when you buy a CD how much money it costs? And you know. Yeah. Atrocious but um, listen. What I, did with I want
4: all you. the pa- want. particulars of the account the same because um, he was he was very private about everything, and so even though we're the same generation, it, Carol. His mindset Carol was.
1: Carol i got to let you go. We're coming up to the end of the show. I can't believe it, but I'm glad you called. I want to help you call my office. Folks, thank you for tuning in today. Enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. We are taking tomorrow off for the holiday weekend.